everyone, welcome back to In The Mix with Myla. So this week I'm gonna skip over the, um, call it, I guess, entertainment news and all things reality TV recap and, um, I'm gonna, um, have today's segment be on a more somber tone. Uh, I do want to speak on the fact that uh, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and I couldn't do a episode without a topic that's really near and dear to my heart and let alone um, uh, I didn't want May to go by without actually addressing the topic of mental health in a, in a, in a, in a sense. So I do want to dive right into today's uh, episode and just start with the fact that um, my heart goes out to the 19 souls, 17 boys and girls, elementary school students, along with two faculty members, I believe they were two teachers at, uh, I think it's El Valde, Texas, at uh, Rob Elementary School that uh, lost their lives at the hand of an 18-year-old gunman uh, this week, Tuesday, this past Tuesday. Um, I have no words, there's no comprehension, there's no rhyme or reasoning there's no way to make it make sense with regards to what had happened um these boys and girls you know and their parents family friends loved ones and all of us people like you and me alike you know um have the under I don't know how anyone can have the understanding that waking up any other day, weekday, I guess, in this case, and um, going to school like these young boys and girls did and these teachers did on that Tuesday, and little did they know that their life would be coming to an end that day. The level of violence catastrophe havoc that was wreaked on that school that day i mean there are no words gunning down and ending the lives of these individuals these beautiful souls that um you know I like to think in the eyes of children, so innocent, and teachers, I mean, leading that innocence, to know that, uh, you know, their family and friends and loved ones, these parents of these kids, are never to be seen again, uh, and, and, and unexpectedly, unplanned, unwarranted, there's no there's no rhyme or reasoning for it. A fact that I really want to point out before really diving deep into the topic of mental health and kind of giving just my opinion and me loosely, but yet candidly to a certain extent talking about it. Um, I can't wrap my mind around the fact that this shooting this mass shooting, I might add, is the 212th mass shooting to take place in the United States 
in 2022. Unfortunately, we have the uh, shooting that happened at the grocery store not too long ago. I think of incidences similar to this one, like Parkland and um, Sandy Hook. I can't imagine living in a world, let alone in a country, that doesn't have a grip on understanding the importance of controlling the right to bear firearms. Um, Not putting up the proper measures and tools in place to allow, I'm sorry, but my opinion, the access to these firearms to be limited let alone for an individual like myself who was just your average Jane, if you will, you know, not a celebrity, no one of high superiority or class, and even on that level, it really shouldn't matter unless I'm in a military-based setting in a controlled environment to bear a gun that shoots off rounds at a time. Like, just to own a gun like that for no reason, and in this case, no reason other than to cause harm. To other people that have done nothing to me, I can't imagine trying to make that make sense the loose lax rules and regulations for this 18 year old individual to have bared these arms he had two rifles or two guns uh, on on this level to my understanding in his possession woke up that morning had this all planned out i believe days prior based on what news reports have uh, shared with us to execute this beyond comprehensible plan and execute it successfully. Key word, to successfully execute this plan of his. I wanna tie it into the mental health component and for those of you who do not believe that mental health and gun violence especially at this caliber in this 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 reference of this example of um this heinous crime you don't think the two are go hand in hand in your mind my opinion sadly mistaken some people have chalked it up to him just being a monster him not knowing any better and I don't I don't support or deny that claim but I also like to take it a step further and kind of try and understand what led to those actions what was going on internally psychologically to allow this individual to commit the crimes that he committed that day the number of crimes that he committed that day. Uh, 
and I say for all the casualties that come with it, 21 individuals, from my understanding, if that is the number, please research to make sure that the number that I'm saying is right, but I believe it is. 21 individuals lost their lives that day, and I can't even imagine how uh, mental health didn't play a huge role in it. And um, as I've reached out to uh, communities on social media like Twitter and Instagram, I've seen from the feedback that everyone's kind of, you know, saying, at least people who share a lot of my a similar ways of thinking that mental health had a huge component to play and that science most probably went unnoticed, undetected. I read in an article, I believe in People magazine, that um, in more recent months, the individual, I believe the individual, the gunman's name is, uh, I believe it's Ramos Salvador or something like that to that nature. I don't really want to give him life too much. Um, but I, I'm speaking from the standpoint of this individual uh, leading up to this, uh, people that knew him, friends, family, what have you, knew him and described him as being erratic and isolated. If you can confidently describe an individual in those two ways, I feel like alarm bells should be going off. Again, I know people like myself, we like our personal space. Some people do like to have personal, I don't know one person that doesn't like, you know, downtime, whatever, but the, the word being isolated and erratic as a result of what? Why are those things happening? And let alone, why isn't anyone exploring that? Why didn't alarm bells go off for this person to kind of, you know, have people, I guess, you know, question or wonder why is it that he's changed? If he did have family and friends that, you know, were there to kind of, you know, maybe hopefully if they didn't, I do not know, but we've had yet to hear. I know the story is still developing and I'm sure they're going to try and get into the mind of the gunman. But for them to say those things, to have those two key words, those two adjectives to describe an individual, to me, alarm bells would be going off. But not to focus too much on him. It's more the crime at hand and then tying it into the fact that mental health, in my opinion, played a huge role in this. I don't know any sane person that could really just wake up one morning and be like, I'm going to go and do this horrific crime today and not know that it's a horrific crime. Or maybe has has the awareness that it's a horrific crime because he was able to, um, apparently, in... Um, private messages, one-on-one -on -one exchanges on social media share the steps that he was going to carry out that day. To someone on the receiving end of those messages. So I can't even imagine how this is just something that, you know, someone just 
plans and there's no rhyme or reasoning for it there has to be a link to something whether it's a vendetta that he had or he had an axe to grind he was seeking revenge on something from my understanding he did attend that elementary school too so what led to this point and 18 years on the planet last time i checked 18 years i mean uh for our school system um in the province that i live in um by 18, you're in high school. I believe it's more or less the same in the United States. But, you know, not too long ago, he would have been in elementary school. So what had happened? What's transpired? What's going on in his personal life? And where are the people that, like, you know, were around him on a day-to-day basis to kind of, I'm assuming, maybe see the signs? Because if you could confidently describe him in the adjectives that I used earlier as being isolated and erratic, there is something to be said there. But I digress. Um, So my heart does go out, of course, to the souls that are no longer with us. To the family and friends and loved ones, the community in that uh, county in Texas and um, everyone that's been affected by it. Because I know I'm not directly linked to the situation in any which way, shape, or form, but I can't, I can't help but feel um, horrified, terrified, uncomfortable, uneasy, angry, upset, uh, beyond words. I, there are so many ways in which I could describe how I'm feeling right now. It's it's extremely devastating. It's extremely heartbreaking and. I can't even imagine how a lot of these family and friends and community, the community itself moves forward and the United States on a whole because um, 212 mass shootings to date in 2022, there's a lot to be said about the level in which mass shootings, gun violence is not on the rise in the United States. This is nothing new. This is almost an, almost a, let's call it, I won't stretch as far to say daily, but it's a almost, almost a weekly occurrence that something is happening at the hands of someone bearing arms. And the idea that um, policymakers and lawmakers and governors and these men and women in Congress don't see uh, the need to like maybe buckle down and kind of brainstorm a way in which we can maybe change this narrative from being the narrative that is synonymous synonymously linked to the United States boggles my mind it's wild and I can't even begin to um, process that we'll see how the story unfolds with regards to this isolated incident but more so the whole issue surrounding gun violence on a whole it is so upsetting it makes me think of my family and friends and loved ones that are in those industries in the education industry as a teacher as a student and just everyone that uh you know again wakes up each and every day goes to their respective jobs places of work school and hoping and praying that they make it out alive at the end of the day i can't i don't want to imagine living in a world where i have to continuously be um hyper sensitive and hyper aware that i could 
essentially lose my life in havens that you it's the last place you would think a grocery store based on the color of your skin a elementary school a movie theater a shopping mall complex what have you it's 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 beyond it's nowhere safe we've been dealing with this global pandemic and just adding all these other elements into the mix it makes living life quite challenging which ties into the topic of mental health in the sense of so much chaos is going on in the world and the idea that uh, we need to find a way in which we address these situations openly comfortably safely and soundly no one should be afraid to to be able to speak the way they they feel but with within reason of course in the sense of people need to feel that they have a safe place to be able to convey their emotions and what they're going through because the minute that they do feel isolated the moment that they do feel that they will be judged for uh in a negative way because again i think everyone can respectfully uh agree that um judging is something that human beings do upon others but i think it's in a way in which with regards to mental health there should be a safe space it should be spoken about uh in schools in public forums um social media platforms and kind of getting that awareness across and letting other people suffering in silence or or wanting to express it more so if they already do that it's okay to bringing it back to like family friends and loved ones or yourself as an individual i know i could confidently and comfortably say that i myself I have suffered with mental health issues and it's a scary place to be in. I am so grateful that I do have family and friends and loved ones that do care about me, that do check in on me, that I do feel safe and comfortable to address to them about that. Uh, you know, I do think therapy is a great outlet. I definitely tried it and experimented with it before and it's done wonders for me. So I highly recommend for people that think that uh, therapy is taboo or it wouldn't serve you any well, by all means, I think it's something to explore. Don't knock it until you try it. I mean, there are so many outlets and tools that you can use in a safe manner to be able to get your point across. If you feel that you can't confide in a family, friend, or a loved one at this time, seek out those therapy services. Wherever your community uh, is able to give it, there are so many resources and tools out there. I know in the big worldwide web that we have, the social media platforms, make sure to vet the information first before seeking it out as a source to um, to use. But I know for me, on a personal note, um, mental health is a scary topic. Um, dealing with the issues that are always linked to it, like suicide, like, um, you know, varying levels of it, depression, anxiety. These are all things that many of us suffer through dealing with something as 
huge and for the first time for many a global pandemic like COVID-19 has brought about more of these issues more of the depressive anxiety suicidal sphere of of um of uh, scopes if you will that all link to mental health so the idea that which it's it it outrages me to know that unfortunately mental health has its levels there's different tolls and different tiers in which the gravity of the situation knows no end and the idea that well i guess the end to say that it could succumb to you doing crazy irrational um like life-changing for the worst things like a mass shooting taking it upon yourself to um let that demon inside of you that is speaking to you so negatively or not having that um um ability to kind of deduce and wrap your feelings up and around um something that's coherent that you don't see rational things anymore life feels very um against you and then you channel this anger and this energy out on others that is usually the case people people hurt hurt people hurt people is how the saying goes and i feel in a situation like this um elementary school uh, uh shooting is a definitely a very top tier classic uh case of hurt people hurting people and i just want to say that um though it is may and we're at the end of the month and it is mental health awareness uh, awareness month please do not chalk it up to just the month be open be free find those people that you can confide in uh you know uh find a method in which whether it's working out exercise uh, you know uh getting into a hobby that takes yourself away from being in that dark place uh if you don't know me and i don't know you hopefully even just listening to this segment uh, is enough for you to just you know just take a deeper look into what's going on and why it's happening and if you feel that you know you're alone in that case please seek out resources in your area to you know find ways in which there is the uh there are helplines out there there are uh um there are um on call 24/7 nurses that you can call i don't know in wherever you are listening from but here in Canada it's 811 for uh nurse assistant someone that can help you there are kids help phone lines that you can google and contact uh for those of you who are of a younger audience that are um needing a loved one that is of a younger age to reach out um there are different forms i've heard of a great app that i've heard in a lot of different podcasts that i listen to called better help it is a app that you can access through your phone uh whether you have an iPhone or Android it doesn't matter and there are online services that there are a subscription fee that you have to pay for but they work on a sliding scale plan that you could um access to kind of get those um helpful resources and you don't necessarily have to meet the person in person you can do it over the phone via FaceTime or a web chat of some sort or even a text message form and um I myself have looked into it and 
find it to be very insightful, very helpful, and you know, hopefully I can see what I can get out of it myself. But I will say that um, I've definitely struggled with uh, issues of revolving around anxiety and depression. Um, very, very candidly, I will say that I've even struggled myself with um, thoughts and feelings of suicide and um, it's a scary place to be in. I want people to know that they're not alone. If you're ever feeling at your lowest point, um, try and find those people that you can call on. If religion is something that plays a role in your life, call and seek out whoever you believe in, whatever the higher power may be. And if that brings you a sense of comfort, do that. But I also encourage you to talk to people about it, your family, friends, and loved ones, as I've said before, all the resources and tools that are out there because um, we live in a time where it's so easy to be um, complacent. It is very easy to feel canceled. It is very easy to feel um, remote, down, behind our screens, uh, on social media, not interacting with individuals on a uh, personal level, a face-to-face -face level, if you will. We find ourselves kind of boggled down into confinement after all, we had uh, or are still experiencing in varying waves a global pandemic had, that has required us to be in isolation for the better half, for the better, better part, I should say, of a year and a half. And it's definitely brought about different feelings, thoughts, and emotions out of people. And I know for myself, um, my darkest days were uh, definitely in... Uh, um, I'd say my teenage years for sure. In my adult life, I've come across some moments where um, it's felt a little bit um, too hard and too difficult to deal with. And I'll say that on the basis of feeling at my lowest of lows where uh, you, you don't see anything but dark times. And um, I can say that I have the support and the love of my boyfriend my good girlfriends and extended family and friends that have uh, literally been uh, my rock through it all. Um, so feeling so blessed and grateful to know that I do have people that do care for me and I am that friend, that daughter, that sister, that um, ride or die if you will, that uh, shares the, it, I, I give it right back and um, on my platform here that I'm creating for myself for those of you that are listening um, just know that there there is someone out there and if I'm that someone for you for those of you that are listening that know me personally I I'm always here I don't shy away from the topic I don't uh, sugarcoat the topic I am someone who gives my advice within reason, of course. I do want to make sure that I don't overstep in any way, but I want people to know, especially those that know me personally, that they're not alone. Um, 
that uh, I will be here for you through it all and uh, as long as you need me to be there yeah I will never overstep I will let you do what you need to do you uh, um, you you look to me and look for me when you need me and I would always make sure to um, uh, make sure to guide you in a way if it's beyond my uh, capabilities of dealing with if I've reached my level at which I could be of assistance I would make sure to try and point you in the right direction to the best of my ability so I want to say in closing that um, through it all uh, I want everyone to know that um, in all that we're dealing with around the world with the war in Ukraine COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, we're experiencing an issue here in Canada and I know in different parts of the world, this whole monkeypox thing that's coming about, I can't even imagine. But uh, all these varying things, uh, you know, a racial inequality, you know, um, people of color being attacked for the color of their skin, losing the lo their lives, being um, exiled or, uh, you know, just, racial slurs and like the awfulness of awfulness that you can even conjure up in your mind times 10 i mean from the black lives matter movement to everything in between there has to come a point where we band together and rise above it and that might just sound so simple to say but it starts very small and you build on it you you do what you need to do you contribute and um give what you can of yourself in order to shape it just being kind to one another to the best of our abilities i don't think it requires too much work to be kind but you know um just checking in on someone that you haven't heard in a long time, remembering to tell your family and friends and loved ones that you love them and care about them and that you're there for them is so important. You know, what you give out is what you'll take back. And um, I can't stress that more than, than I think I've already have. So I wanna wrap up this episode just to say that um, my heart goes out to everyone that has been triggered by mental health in one way or another, um, especially when you're dealing with it for your own personal self. It is something that's hard. It is something that is a lifelong battle, but it gets easier when you have people in your corner, you have faith in yourself the best that you can. And uh, more, more importantly, if you don't feel that you have that within your small circle of of uh, a small circle of people in your life to count on there are communities out there that you can definitely um reach out to and know that uh people are thinking about you or can relate to you in a way in which you could definitely um, benefit from so i want to thank of you i want to thank you all for listening in on this episode i know it was a bit of a heavy topic but we have to talk about it. It's not something to shy away from. And uh, I wish everyone well and be well. And um, as the saying goes, be kind to one another. Uh, peace out, guys. Till next time. <laughs>